Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello. So here we are, my first official podcast. Well, I guess before I can start sharing other people's stories of transformation, I need to share my story of transformation and how I even got to this point where I am this healer that can facilitate such profound experiences. Just five years ago, I had, I guess you could call it my spiritual awakening, where I was just like, I feel like there is a lot more and I am not living to my fullest potential. I had lots of signs leading up to that moment. My gut health was a mess. I had leaky gut. I was so unhealthy. Now that I know what I know, I understand that my lower chakras They are located in your lower belly area and our chakras are filing cabinet for all of our unprocessed emotions. And I am a highly sensitive emotional person. And so if you can just think about the whole life of Vaughn, and I'm sure that you can totally understand too, because if you're listening to this, you are probably a very sensitive person as well. And all the emotions that we hold in, that we do not process, they go somewhere. They are being stored in our body. And mine were just overfilled, uh, just a lot of crap that I was holding on to my body in my chakra system. And my body was done. My body was saying, please pay attention to me. I'm sure there had been many, many, many clues leading up to that moment. But the leaky gut, I know, had everything to do with the overflow of emotions from my chakra system and my lower chakras. So I began to heal that holistically. Of course, I went to the regular doctor and they were like, oh, it's totally fine. Let's just give you a GI, a colonoscopy, do all those things. And it just did not feel right. So I went and found a holistic nurse and she did muscle testing on me. And it was so trippy because it was the first time I had worked with energy, really. I mean, I'd been familiar with energy. I heard of energy workers and healers and all that stuff. I had never had direct contact with working with energy. So she started putting these vials of energy on my belly. And then she would test the resistance to my muscle. Like if I was weak or strong to something, like she would put a vial of say gluten on my belly and then would test my muscle resistance to it. Turns out I was very sensitive to a lot of things and we figured out what I was sensitive to. I ruled them out. She put me on all these wonderful, crazy replacements. And within months, I literally was healed. Around that same time, I was in my car listening to Oprah radio and 
she said, what's your dream? And I was like, hmm, okay, this is a fun topic. What is my dream? And as I started thinking about my dream, I realized I had no dream. Like I wasn't striving for anything. And so I was like, does that mean I'm living my dream? And I was like, no, I don't think that's it. Although life was good, no complaints. I had a successful massage therapy practice. I had been a massage therapist for 22 years and loved what I did. My husband, great, lived in a great community, great friends. I have two healthy children. They're amazing. Like everything in my life was great on paper. And I knew I was missing something. And so when she asked that, it just made me think. And then when I tried to think a little bit more into what is my dream, every dream that I had, I squashed. I mean, my first dream that I had was like, ooh, I want a lake house. Oh, you can never afford a lake house. You'll never be able to afford a lake house. And then, okay, so I'm going to get personal here. So then I was like, of course, I can never have a lake house because my husband doesn't make enough money and I don't make enough money. And so we'll never have a lake house. And I realized how horrible that was to say. And also at the same time, how much pressure I was putting on my husband because a lake house was my dream. And here I was pissed off at him that he couldn't afford to buy me a lake house. The whole thing was just sad. And I realized really how much in victimhood, I guess, I really had become because I was a victim. I was overworked and underpaid. I was living in a house that I didn't love. You know, everything was my fault, but I was blaming everyone else. So that was the clue number one that I was like, something isn't right. When I realized how angry I was that none of my dreams could possibly ever come true. (laughs) That's so sad, but that's truly what happened. And so then I was just like, it's like this inner knowing inside of me was saying, we're always supposed to be evolving and growing and you're not evolving and growing. You are just stuck and have been for a while doing the same damn thing over and over and over. And even though I was happy, see, this is where people get really, really tripped up. Even though I was happy, I was not thriving. And that, my dear, is the difference. And now that I am thriving, now that my life is beyond anything I could have ever imagined, I now know the difference between being happy and thriving. So in that, that happened five years ago. It was in August of 2017 when I was like, oh, whoa, something's off. I got to do something. So I started becoming obsessed with podcasts. I mean, I really like I was obsessed with personal growth. It's like all of a sudden it was like, I need to learn everything about everything. And I was just devouring everything I could get my hands on, all the books and podcasts and everything. I was just taking it in so fascinated that I had never explored this world of personal and spiritual growth before. And I was listening to this podcast and I heard this girl and I just really liked the way that she taught. She was like a spiritual business mentor. 
and I followed her after the podcast, and she was hosting a retreat in Sedona. This was in August. The retreat in Sedona was in October, and I was like, I'm going. I am going, damn it. I looked up the information, and oh my goodness, it was so expensive. It was Oh my goodness. Like I had never spent that kind of money on myself before. I had never left my family like that before. It was very, very uncomfortable for me to say yes to that retreat, but it also was like the biggest yes in my body. I was like, I have got to start making changes in my life for changes to happen in my life. And I was ready for change. I had this inner knowing in my soul, guiding me, leading me, shaking me, finally so excited that they had my attention. You know, when I say they, I say like my spirit guides and my divine team. I think they were so excited that they finally had my attention through, you know, my gut health and through Oprah's question. And it's like, finally, I was awakening to my truth. And so from that moment on, everything began to unfold in the most beautiful way. So October, I go to Sedona, which is absolutely incredible, by the way. So I went to Sedona, went to this this retreat. It was amazing. It really was. It was everything I was hungry for and ready for. And I can't remember what day it was. I think it was maybe the second or third day. And we were doing this breath work class and we were all so nervous and excited, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? It's so fun. Well, this goddess woman comes in. I remember seeing her and being like, oh my gosh, like, who is she? Where did she come from? And then she guided us through this amazing, incredible, I will never forget that experience ever, my first breathwork experience. She guided us through this experience and that changed my life. That moment, that experience changed my life. And I just think it's so amazing because had I not listened to that podcast, had I not heard that woman, had I not said full body yes to go into that retreat, where would I be right now? And there's so many moments over the course of the past five years that I can just witness the divine orchestration of my life and this journey. And and it's just so profound because we each have that wisdom all around us. And at some point, you know, we'll finally surrender and connect to it. But most of the time we just don't because we're so busy. And that's why this work is so important because it helps you slow down and it helps you connect back to yourself. So I'm in this experience, this, my very first breathwork journey. And there were probably, I don't know, maybe 35 people at this retreat. And I laid down did the breathwork experience, connected with Holy Spirit. I mean, Holy Spirit was moving through my body. I felt like I was levitating at one point. I was freaked out, but in complete awe and excitement all at the same time because my body was like, what is happening right now? But my body at the same time was like, what is happening right now? Like this 
is magic. This is the moment I've been waiting for to feel this level of deep connection, mind, body, and spirit. And so Holy Spirit just kept moving through me and my hands were lighting up and my hands were moving towards me in like this waving movement. And I just kept hearing the words, over and over and over saying, you are a healer. You are a healer. You are a healer. And I was just crying and sobbing. And because it was like that truth that was moving through my body, I was like, I am a healer. Oh my gosh. But at the same time, like my body was being like, but what does that mean? So I have this profound experience. And then afterwards, we're all sharing about our experience and it's my turn. And I'm like, I'm a healer. And I just screamed it from the top of my lungs and everybody's like, yay. And literally at this, in the next breath, I was like, but I don't know what that means. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. So then I left the retreat. And this is where it's so hard to be in containers like that because you have these profound experiences. You meet the most beautiful people. You're away from your home. You're away from your reality. You can do all this deep work. And then you go back home and you're kind of a changed version of yourself. And there's the integration period and you're trying to figure out what to do with yourself after all of this profound wisdom and changes and everything is are moving through you. So I came home and I still had like massage therapy practice and I was so lost. I did not know what to do with myself. So I just kept doing the work. I kept showing up for myself. I kept working on my boundaries. I kept learning how to meditate. And I had some clients that I knew that if I told them, do you mind if I practice a little energy work on you. They'd be like, sure. And of course, I would ask some of my clients, I'd be like, my hands are doing this thing where they're vibrating now and I can feel energy and I don't really know what it means, but kind of mess around with it and see how it goes. So it was like the perfect test subject, actually. And so through that beginning of having people, and it was tricky though, because people were coming to see me for a massage and I do a really good deep tissue massage. I'm really, really good at it. Like I know exactly where the pain point is and I feel that pain and my hands go straight to it. And of course, God is so good. The way that I facilitate healings now is I work on the emotional part of people's physical pain. So now I get to combine the physical and the emotional. So if you were with me, especially in like a one-on-one session, my hands go directly to your physical pain where you're holding on to physical pain, but we release the emotional pain underneath it that stemmed the physical pain from the get-go because it's all connected. And your emotional energetic pain is 100,000% connected to your physical pain. No diggity, no doubt. Like I witness it. I have witnessed it for the past 25 years. Now understanding the physical pain and the emotional pain connection. Now, when I was a working massage therapist only, I knew that when people were stressed, it made their body hurt. And But I didn't put it together on the level that I can see it now. And so your physical pain is stemming from something 100% stemming from emotional pain, 
emotional something in the way that your body is trying to communicate with you. Your body is the only way that your soul has to communicate with you. And we do not listen. And we have to understand this connection. We have to start listening to our body and going deep within and stretching and moving and honoring. And oh my goodness, there's so much we have to talk about in all of these upcoming podcasts. I'm so excited to share with you everything that I have learned because it is truly mind blowing. And for you to be able to hear it from the client's perspective as well, I think is just going to be so exciting. So I got back, I had these massage therapy clients and I started understanding what it felt like to move energy with my hands. I wasn't touching them. You know, I would do their massage and then I'd spend like 10 minutes at the end, just kind of running my hands over their energy body so that I could learn what it felt like to feel and move energy because I had never done that before. So basically I'm teaching myself here. And of course, looking back now, that's exactly how it had to happen. So I would do that. And then I would notice that whenever I would get to, you know, like my hand would stop and I would feel like a stuck part in their energy. And whenever it would stop and hold over that area, I would receive a message as to what emotion was attached to that blocked energy. And I didn't even understand messages, like intuitive messages. I didn't even know what that meant. But all I knew was I felt something deeply in me. It was like the inner knowing I'm that, what is it? The clear cognizance. Yeah. You just know. So I would run my hand over their energy. My hand would stop. I would receive this message and Usually, obviously, emotional things are sensitive things. You know, people usually keep these things kind of private and sensitive. And here I am kind of going into their private energy and knowing what is happening, whether it's trouble with their marriage or financial stress or tension between, you know, with their children or their family or whatever, work-related stuff. Like I could always feel it. And I was like, Ooh, I'm not about to say that to someone. That's not my business. But I remembered hearing one time that if you are a healer, like if you're an intuitive and you receive messages and you don't share them, that you're going to stop hearing them because why would they, they meaning again, your spirit team, your divine team, whatever we're working with, why would they keep giving you this information if you're just going to hold it inside? Like you were given these messages to share because I have a gift. I was given a gift of understanding how to connect to the emotions that people are holding onto their energy. And it's literally up to me to share this information so that I can help heal that person and help them to move through that emotion and let it go so that they're not holding onto it anymore. So it took me a little time to get comfortable sharing some of these things, but, and then also for me to even trust what I was receiving was right because I was so new to understanding and to hearing messages from outside of myself. And there were, I'm so grateful for the clients that let me practice on them because if it were not for them, I really wouldn't have gained that confidence. But it is really a tricky situation to all of a sudden say, 
I'm in your root chakra right now, and it feels like something from your childhood, something associated with your mom. Um, like, do you have a rocky relationship with your mom? And then it's like, as soon as I would say it, the waterworks would come and they'd be like, oh my gosh, yes. How did you know? I'm like, oh, I was right. I don't know. How did I know? Oh my gosh. Um, but through that is how I began to grow my intuitive gifts. All right, so that was in October of 2017. And I came back from that retreat, spent a whole year practicing with my massage therapy and still not knowing what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. All I know is I'm a healer, but I'm like, well, maybe I'm supposed to be a life coach, like an intuitive life coach, or am I supposed to just be an energy healer, like a Reiki healer? I honestly did not know, but I was very open for suggestions. And then I kept looking for other breathwork classes that were similar to the amazing Anahata that I met in Sedona. So I went to several different breathwork classes in Atlanta, that's where I live, and no one came close to the experience that I experienced in Sedona. And it was literally one year later in October of 2018 when I realized that I was the one that was supposed to be learning about breathwork and bringing it to Atlanta. And that was my calling. Like I was searching for other people, you know, so I could go to their class. But all along, it was me that is supposed to be hosting my own classes. And once I got that memo, I was like, oh, shit what? I'm supposed to be a breathwork teacher? I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't teach classes. Like, I don't know how to do that. And oh my gosh, like the same, it was literally like the biggest intuitive download and hit that I had ever received in my life. Like, girl, it's you. You are the one that is supposed to be doing this. Will you please get this memo? So it's like, once I got the memo, I was like, oh my God. Okay. So then I started frantically searching for breathwork training. And seriously, like I had this urgency in my body that was like, I have to do this now. I was looking, 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 frantic, frantic. I remember one night I stayed up until two o'clock in the morning because I just knew there was this training that I just had to be at. So I didn't know that there was a specific training, but I just had this, like something was pushing me to not close my computer until I found this thing. And so sure enough, at two o'clock in the morning, I finally put in the right words, shamanic, breath work. I can't remember all the words, but those were the two things. Shamanic and breath work were the things that I was looking for. And there it was. And this week long training was starting in two weeks in Asheville, North Carolina for one full week. Oh my gosh. Can I do that? Can I gather everything? Am I even going to be accepted? I mean, the thing starts in two weeks and I've got to be gone for my family for a whole week. And we had like a family barbecue. Like I had plans, but it was such a full body. Yeah. Just like going to Sedona, like I knew I had to be there. And this was the same thing. Once I found it, I was like, I have to be there. And let me tell you that training week, that experience, that is for the next episode. 
So I am so excited to be here sharing my story with you and for you listening. And oh, dear God, I just hope that on some level, I can inspire you into your best life and living in your full, authentic, beautiful self. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next podcast where I will share my incredible story of my breathwork healing training. Okay. Bye-bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.